welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want podcast with me, Jasmine. <laughs> um, and today I have a guest that uh, I really, really love. Her name is Mavis Karn. Hi, Mavis. Hi. How you doing? So far, so good. So far, so good. Mavis, um, first of all, thank you so much for accepting. Um, You're welcome. Whenever we talk, there's just so much that comes out of it that I, I really wanted you to come on the podcast and share with my, my people who are listening. <laughs> so for, for the purpose of my, I mean, a lot of people who listen to me already know you because I've been talking about you, uh, <laughs> but for the purpose of those who don't know you, can you share a little bit about who you are, where you're from, why I love you? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> I uh, let's see. I live in um, in St. Paul, Minnesota, in the USA. For people that don't know where that is, uh, I'm a mom. Got three little kids who are sixty-six, sixty-eight, and no, fifty-six, fifty-eight, and sixty. Cute little guys. Mm two grandchildren in their 30s, a great-granddaughter. Um, and I have been um, in the business of, of trying to be useful to people psychologically for probably 50 years now. So I'm older than dirt. <laughs> um, for the last 45 years or so, I've been passing on the best information I ever got in my life, which is um, some people call it the free principles. I don't call it anything except maybe divine engineering. It's like we are made so well. And for the most part, we haven't known it. So I pass on to people how to respect their own engineering, how to see that every experience they have they are creating with their ability to create mental images, think, and to have those images appear real to them through their senses, sight and sound and taste and smell and touch, emotions. So I teach people something that's 180 degrees different from what they probably have been taught, that the outside decides what's going on on our inside. Never, never. It's the meaning that we're making of what's going on that creates the experience we're having all the time. And as, as kind of discombobulating as that is at, at the beginning, as soon as you, you start really seeing the wisdom of it and the truth of it, it lifts a big weight off your shoulders to know that when you're feeling stressed or scared or angry or frustrated or unworthy or all of the things that we, that we feel that are so uncomfortable and painful, it lifts a big weight off your shoulders to know that they're just thoughts. Were just thoughts that you didn't know were just thoughts. You didn't know. Because you were in the habit, as I was, of believing everything you think. There's, there's no way to stay out of trouble that way. Mm. No way. So that's my job. Mm. And I'm still doing it because I can't think of anything I'd rather do. It's just... Uh, um, it's kind of a scam, actually. I am um, teaching people something that they actually have always known. They just didn't know they knew it. And my job is to show them that, yes, they do know it, and they can trust it, and that there's nothing wrong with them. But they're perfectly free to think there is. They're perfectly free to prove that there is, but there isn't. So nobody actually believes that at first, but 
after a while you, you see the truth of it all that we just didn't know that we were taking the gift of thought of creating experience and beating ourselves over the head with it we didn't know that was optional so that's what i do and you talk a lot about listening like um um and, it, and it's funny i like i've you know i've been listening for a while uh, <laughs> but i i'm starting to see like there's listening to somebody else but i'm starting to see also that there is listening to you mm -hmm. it's kind of nice isn't it yeah kind of embarrassing sometimes but it's it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's a more, and, and, you know, understanding that we're taking our thinking and we're beating ourselves up with it. And then combine that to listening to yourself and seeing, oh, wow, I just did this uh -huh. and I just did that and I just heard this and I just saw that. And the most important part of that Jasmine, is not to not to get too wound up in seeing what you're thinking or mm -hmm. why you're thinking it or who taught you to think it or how long have you been thinking it. The most important important part is to notice how you feel. Just check in. How do you feel? Are you tied up in a knot? Are you clenched? Is everything tight? If so, you're feeling some thinking that's not of service to you. If you feel kind and loving and creative and compassionate and present, you're just being yourself. Mm. Just in the moment, being who you are. I like to ask people, sometimes when I first meet them, I, I like to ask them when the last time is they felt the way they wish they could feel all the time. And it's kind of remarkable how long it takes people to re recall something like that. Most people take them a while. But when they do, it's usually some form of saying, well, I was here with so-and-so-and-so and, and um, the weather was just beautiful and the water was sweet and, and we were listening to some really good music or it's, well, I remember when I was sitting with my grandma and she was brushing my hair, whatever it was. It, it, it usually involves somebody talking about a place and being with certain people or um, an event of some sort where they felt just wonderful. But they were giving credit to whatever was going on outside. Right? And so my job is to show them that that looks logical, that what was going on outside was creating what was going on inside of her him. But if that were true, everybody in that circumstance would have felt the same way. Hmm. And just the law of averages is going to tell us that's not going to be, that's not going to happen. Not everybody at the same birthday party is joyous. Not everybody in the same meadow with butterflies and so forth is, is peaceful. So my job is to, to show people the obvious, that the state of mind they're in has everything to do with the experience they're having. Everything. And it isn't about trying to think positively. It isn't about trying to create this, the, the state of mind you want. 
it's about stop creating the state of mind you don't want. <laughs> it's about letting go of everything that doesn't feel the way you want to feel. Yeah, you once told me, you once told me, just let go of everything that's not love. Mm -hmm. And that sounds airy-fairy, and it sounds like, yeah, easy for you to say, because you don't have anything going on, but whatever. But I don't mean personal affection. I don't mean personal preference, or I don't, I don't mean love that's attached to something. I mean that feeling of wholeness and oneness and well-being that happens when your head's clear and you're just in the moment. It can't be that hard. Pretty much every baby is in it most of the time. It's a natural sense of well-being that we're born with. Let me ask you, what do you make of personalities? Like, you know, I've, I have a personality that I like to to laugh and I like to joke around and I, you know, and, and I like to love, <laughs> like, what do you make of personalities? Are they habitual thought? Are they, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm asking, because the more and more that, first of all, I talk to you, <laughs> the more and more I'm in touch with me and I remember as a child my mom used to say I had to tie you up because you were going like you wanted to meet people and you you were gone like I was afraid to lose you so I literally had a leash <laughs> when we'd go out you know and you still and have I don't have the leash now <laughs> well maybe in my head I have the leash but I don't have the physical leash um but what I'm seeing more and more is that, yeah, I am drawn to people. I, I love, but I had stopped that for a while because of whatever I was thinking. But the more that I'm in this conversation and I'm letting go of things that I think should be or how I should be or how I shouldn't be, you know, like I had a lot of thinking about shoulds and coulds. And but the more I'm letting it go, the more I'm meeting new people. And the more I'm, I love people. And I wouldn't, like a long time ago, I wouldn't say love for a long time. I wouldn't say love. Now I love, I literally like, I hang up calls and I'm like, I love you. And I would never say that before. And I had it like it was my personality. Uh, you know, I'm strong and don't bug me. And I don't love people. Nobody can touch me. And so I was kind of like protecting myself, I guess. And now, I don't know. I don't feel like I need protecting. So what's your question? Um, what do you make of personalities? <laughs> <laughs> well, in, personality is different than who you actually are. So in my opinion... So personality, in my opinion, is uh, a person's collection of beliefs and opinions and likes, and dislikes and um, tendencies and preferences and notions and ideas and all the things you, all the ways of thinking you pick up along the way. And they're absolutely unique to everyone. Nobody likes the same thing as everybody else. Nobody thinks the same way as anybody else. It's all a collection of thoughts. So, but we tend to think that, we tend to think that 
we're a certain type. We'll say, well, you, you might say, well, I'm a type A. I'm just on it all the time. I'm busy. I'm excited. I'm curious. I'm running around all the time. Or you may say, well, no, I'm a Nordic. Um, I smile twice a year if it's absolutely necessary. Um, I do not jump and down, up and down for joy for anything. Um, I'm quiet. I'm, I'm da, 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 da. Pick a country, pick a group of people, pick a tribe, pick it, and, and you'll, you'll have characteristics or tendencies, all of which are thoughts and beliefs and opinions and the actions one takes based on those. Yes? Yeah. Who we really are is pure, intelligent energy in a form that thinks and can realize it thinks, period. Pure intelligent energy, pure potential, pure perfection, pure love. There are no mistakes in creation. So we are a perfect part of a perfect whole. We aren't the thoughts we think. We aren't the beliefs we hold. We aren't the actions we take. We aren't what other people think we are. We aren't the picture we paint of ourselves. We have a way bigger deal than all that. So we don't want to, you know, sometimes when we label ourselves or we believe the labels that other people have attached to us, like type A or, well, I'm an alcoholic or, well, I'm a this or I'm a that, or um, that, that, that makes a, a little box that we put ourselves in. And it's a very tight, confining box. We have to live up or down to it. And I think it's helpful to notice when you're doing that and just say, nah, I'm not going to do that to myself or anyone else. Hmm. Funny because I, you know, I'm thinking of living the life I want, which is, you know, I think is what I've been doing for a while now. I've been living the life I want. Um, and I... And it looks nothing like what I thought it, would, it was going to look like, you know, when I was younger, I think of my 20s, I thought I was going to get married and have kids and that didn't happen. And, you know, I cried for a while and, and then I realized that I was crying because I thought that I was a failure because I didn't reach the, I didn't do what I said I was going to do and like this whole thing was made up anyways. And, and I'm seeing that what I really want is peace and harmony. And so could it be, Jasmine, that it's not about the life you want to live? It's uh, how do you want to feel right now? Yeah, because it's always only now. Yes. Your past is just a story. It doesn't exist. The future has never shown up in the history of time. So that's nothing to worry about. Now is it? What kind of a life do you want to live right now? Yeah. That's as big a bite as anybody can take. And what if I'm, I'm just thinking like, okay, so somebody was like, well, I want to live a life where I have billions of dollars in the bank. 
That's the future, right? Well, it's just a, it's a want. Mm. It's a, I don't know, depending on, like I could say that a billion dollars would be nice. I could, I could make some use of that. But that's different than saying, I can't relax until I have a billion dollars in the bank. I won't count myself as successful until I have a billion dollars in the bank. I won't be seen as special until I have a billion dollars in the bank. That's just, uh, that's just the misuse of thought. so innocent though isn't it if you if you uh if you're unhappy and you see somebody that's happy and they happen to be driving a lamborghini or something aha i need a lamborghini yeah i used to think i couldn't be happy until all three of my kids were happy at the same time now i know you're not a mom but the odds of that happening are not good. No. <laughs> uh, no, just take my word for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that part doesn't belong to you, right? You have no control over that. Uh-uh, none. Hmm. So you'd say you're living the life you want? Um, when, I pay when I'm paying attention, I am. Mm. When I'm not bothering myself, when I'm not scaring myself, when I'm not worried about something or judging myself or others. or But I'm just, like right now, I just just here now, I'm not at some other place. There's, there's a, there's a richness to that. It's nourishing. It, uh, to, you know, I, I'm, I'm the luckiest, honest, I'm the luckiest 81 year old in the world. In the middle of a pandemic, I get to sit here in my in my Levi's. This is this is the Zoom part. The Levi's tennis <laughs> shoes are down below. I can sit here and uh, just show up in um, the nicest feeling I can find and talk to just amazing people all over the world. What could I possibly be wrong with that? And it's, it's just, it doesn't, that's our choice all the time. Just show up and make friends with, I don't know. You don't need to think you need to know how anything's going to turn out. You don't need to start taking responsibility for whether anybody else gets what you're talking about or agrees with it or doesn't agree with it or thinks you're cute or thinks you're the ugliest thing you've ever seen. It's, it's like that has, it has nothing to do with anything. You just show up and be yourself and see what happens. Turns out that's just awesome. You know, what's showing up is, as you're talking, it's like, because my, like, I was, I was about to, to ask you, so you keep learning, like, you, like, because I've, I've had the opportunity to hear you speak for like a couple of years now, you mm -hmm. know, and I know you share things like, oh, today this happened, and today that happened, and, and like, in, you know, sitting on this side of the chair, <laughs> this side of the screen, you know, we kind of think, Oh, well, you know, she's been talking about this for 45 years, 50 years. She, she knows everything now, you know, right. like we think that we're going to get into, but, but you still 
you still see something. But as you were speaking, I almost answered my own question, which is, was, yeah, if I don't know anything, of course, I'm going to see something new. It's right. It's like, just, just imagine this. Um, I'm way older than you. But the thing we have in common is this is the least we'll ever know. This is the least we'll ever need. Tell me more. Well, wouldn't you be all right if you didn't ever get to learn anymore? That this is. Yeah. Me too. But that's not going to happen because we're open to seeing whatever shows up. There's nothing to figure out. You just, you just uh, show up and see what happens. And your wisdom and your common sense in that state of mind will show you the next right step. You don't have to figure that out because you've never been in this moment before. It's new. Hmm. Just imagine that, a brand new moment like that. From scratch. Yep. Yeah, so everything that you've done in the past, it's, it's past, it's done. There is nothing to do with it unless you think you have to do something with it. Yeah, well, it's uh, the thing about memory is that, you know, everything that's happened to you is stored in your library. And you just never know, even the worst god-awful thing that ever happened to you might turn out to be a story that saved somebody's life. Who knows? You don't have to figure that out. It's just some of the worst things that have ever happened to me, honestly, have turned out to be helpful to someone. I didn't know that at the time. I couldn't see anything helpful in whatever those things were it's like this is not helpful this is horrible but but too late it's in my memory but now it's uh now it's in my memory now it's i can relive it if i want to which is most of the time not a really good idea because i didn't like it the first time yeah. or i can leave it stored and maybe retelling it will be of service to someone but I don't have to relive it to retell it. Yeah. We've all got stuff like that. All of us. It's like you just never know when something you just thought was totally useless turns out in a moment to be something that somebody else needs to hear. And you can't plan that. You can't. It just shows itself. It's one of those, the next step shows itself. Hmm. I love it. I love it. It's just fortunate because that's the way we're made. You, you, you want to have a lot of respect for the engineering that went into the whole of creation but for, for just yourself. Yeah. Before we came on camera, I was sharing with uh, Mavis that I, I've let go of uh, an, an employee, a job that I had that I just didn't like. I just didn't like it. And I was staying in it and, you know, and, and, and it took me a while. And, and this is a recurring thing with me. Like it takes me a while. I think I have to suffer through it. Once I've suffered enough, then I've done. And then, and then I quit, you know, instead of just when I have the first flag where it says, no, really, I don't like it. Just say stop, you know. Um, but I've, I'm, I've, I've seen a, a glimpse of, a glimpse of, wow, I could, I could be okay. I could just be okay and stay in a space of being okay. I don't have to suffer. Suffering is optional. Yeah. 
and and pain isn't no pain isn't we're going to have pain yeah we need pain how else would we know if there's a rock in our shoe mm. we need it how else would we know if we're coming down with something and we need to rest or get some care mm. how else would we know when we've sat in a sat in a position for too long we need pain and discomfort, but suffering is the thinking we do about pain and this discomfort. Yeah. That's option. I used to be really good at suffering. Yeah. Oh, poor me. It was a good thing to lose interest in. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I, I've had people call me a drama queen. I was like, what do you mean I'm a drama queen? What are you talking about? And, you know, I was like, yeah, I, I see. I was addicted to drama. You just didn't know. Yeah. It's, uh, we just think, I think we just think drama is the same as depth. Hmm. It's not, it's just noise. Yeah. Well, so if you had, so if you had anything to say to the people um, that are listening, if you had like, I, I, at the end of an episode, I like to put a nugget of wisdom. <laughs> what would be you your nugget? Other than the ones we just. Other than all of the ones that we've just been talking about. <laughs> I see. <laughs> one final one, Mavis. <laughs> I think that I think that it's important to just be still mm. and know that you are a child of the of the universe. Therefore, there's nothing wrong with you. That's just the truth. You can believe it or not believe it, but it's still the truth. And you know it, you just aren't sure of it. Hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and to everybody else listening, I want you guys to know I'm going to put um, the segment with Rob right after this. That's called the Strength. He talks about strength and how strengthening your body. And so uh, that's what's going to come right after this episode. And uh, to everybody else, I'm going to say, hey, dream it, dare it, do it. Live the life you want. Live your life. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Hello and welcome to another segment of Move the Way You Want, Just Move. I'm with my friend Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, Jazzy. How you doing? Are you ready to tell us all about flexibility? Flexibility, yes. Yeah. This is actually one of my favorites. Why is flexibility important? <laughs> dumb question, <laughs> but I'm just asking it anyways. Well, it's, it's, it's actually not as dumb as you, you, you think in the sense that it's probably the most overlooked part of fitness in the entire scope of how people take care of their bodies. You'll have people who will do all the running to make sure their heart is there and they'll do the heavy weight lifting to make sure their muscle content is there and they will not stretch to save their lives. Really? And, uh, yes, it happens a lot. And what you tend to find is the same type of injuries in those people as the sanitary people, the people who don't move, period. Because what flexibility does is it allows the muscle to stay long and lengthen. All right. So imagine a muscle's ability to produce force for you to lift something, right? What makes that possible is the muscle being able to contract and lengthen, all right, to, to do its full range of motion. Well, if a muscle is too tight, it is just the same as a muscle being too weak. It doesn't have the ability to do what you need it to do. So too tight shows up just like too weak, but you go to the gym all the time. So we know you're not, 
we know you're strong enough, but your muscles are so compact and they're so tight that they can't even move to hold. That's why you see big guys, the super big bodybuilders, they walk like this. And then when they turn, they have to turn their whole body like this. Their yeah. muscles won't move. And that's more, that causes more pains and aches than anything. Tears and rotator cuffs, all that. So flexibility just allows your muscles to stay lean and keep the full range of motion for them, not creating any pressure on your joints. And for me, you even take it and apply it in, in life. And this is why it's one of my most favorite principles is because if you don't have an ability to bend, flex, to, to withstand what you're facing, you're probably going to break. And in the muscle game, it's going to be a tear. And so things happening, i.e. the pandemic, right? That caused a lot of people to have to flex, to bend, to stretch, to change their current living. And then there were some people who weren't willing to, and they cracked, mm. they broke, they fell into these depressions and things like that. So flexibility, just understanding the ability to bend and your quality of moving those muscles and range of motion is, is almost everything. The same with recovery, which, which falls up under flexibility. And that's, um, after the tearing, as we discussed in uh, the last the last episode, the tearing, the recovery piece of allowing those muscles to come back together so they're strengthening, right? And there's so many different benefits to stretching. Um, you know, increase your blood circulation, uh, counter removes knots out of the system, untangles muscle fibers if they get caught up. So if you were to think of, let's say, a hundred pieces of yarn going in one direction. And then you start bouncing for a minute. It, it won't take long before the yarn get caught up in each other and you start having knots of yarn. Well, that's that's how your muscle fibers are. So, if, you know, when people get massages and a massage person pushes down on a particular point in the muscle and you go, ah, yeah. well, that's a knot. That, that means your muscle, your muscle fibers have tied themselves up in a knot. And anytime something's tied in a knot, it doesn't reach out to its full ability and lengthening. So that's, that's for me why flexibility is super important. And there's two types of stretching that I, that I teach that helps people. One is dynamic, which is the stretching that you prepare yourself for movement. So if, you, if you're about to go on a run, if you're about to walk, or you're about to do play a sport or something, right? There's some dynamic stretching, you know, running in place, high knees and things like that, move, moving while you're stretching prepares you for that. But if we're talking about just sitting around the house and trying to counteract postural imbalances that come upon us by sitting all day, I know you have clients all day, I have clients where we're sitting in front of a computer screen, then that's more of a static stretching where I'm just holding in positions for about 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Yes. And you can feel the difference though, don't you? When yeah, you well, uh, I have I have a bump, like I told you, I had a bump, like, oh, and it's really gone down. I'm like, I went like this. I was like, oh, it went down. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been, you know, I've been doing a lot of Zoom and I noticed that I tend to go like this, like I tend to sit down and then I, and then I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Come. So I, I bring myself back. Like you could listen to my, you could go, go on my YouTube and look, check me out. And I'm like this, you know, and this has, it used to be much more compact it was, mm -hmm. and I read up on about it. it. It's basically it's fat that gathers there to to protect the spine because you're mm -hmm. constantly like this. Constantly so yeah, so now it's like it's it's softer. It used to be pretty hard, and that's it's going down. You're working what you're doing. Yes, that's yeah. how you know because that's actually a very good point. Flexibility, if you, if you don't have a lot of flexibility in your life, by virtue of how we live our lives, we, we're going to be set up for what we call postural imbalances, meaning this is video too, right? So people will see my hands, right? Yeah. So think about this, okay? I'm on the phone texting. I'm going to turn to the side. This is what I look like texting all day. Yeah. So see how my neck is leaning forward, my shoulders are for rolled forward, yeah. and everybody uses their phone all the time, right? Or even like this. If I just yeah. all day long of uh, just holding the phone in my ear like this does something, the sitting. So when we do all of that, the body is the biggest supercomputer you will know. It's going to go, okay, Rob, 
this is how you, this must be, let me fix the body so that this is easier for you. And so my shoulder will begin to raise. There will begin to be a tightness within this area. Not because something's broken on me, because everything is working like it's supposed to. And I've told the body, this is the position I want to be in for several hours. Right? When it's so funny. We eat, right? We get a, let's say, uh, I, I love veggie burgers, but I say you got a good veggie burger ready and it's all set up and you pick it up and you look at it. I'm going to turn to the side again, right? <laughs> we look at this burger and it's cooked just like we want it and we go, <laughs> right? And then we lean. Now, the head is about 10 to 10 to 12 pounds. But when it goes out on top of these muscles in here, what we call scalenes, when it goes out on top of that, it's about 30, 40 pounds at that point. All right. And torque alone can create neck pain. But I lived in Japan for three years. You know how they eat everything? Here. It's like, Oh, <laughs> so for know? those of you listening on the audio, he basically was brought the putting... burger to my mouth. Yeah, yeah, brought, bring the meaning out to the burger. I brought it to my mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, we 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 take the the body for granted, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. It is a supercomputer. It a lot of times we would account for there to be problems within the body, when in actuality, it's doing what it's supposed to do to protect itself. Mm. All right, and it's, it's this quote, quote from um, this guy named Miles Monroe. He's like a motivational speaker. Somebody said this years ago, and it, it kind of stuck with me as I went through my journey with the body. He says, if you don't understand the purpose of something, abuse is inevitable. And a lot of times we don't understand our bodies. Mm. I love and it. So Say it again. If you don't understand, understand the, the purpose of something, then abuse is inevitable. Mm. I love it. Yeah. So that's why when I love the way we did these segments of talking about all three components. And since this is the last one to those three, I could say, I'm not telling you one is more important than the other. I'm telling you it's going to take a balanced approach of them all, right? It's like if we had, you know, if we were driving a car, we wouldn't put just air in the front left tire because that's the coolest looking tire we got. That's, that's the people who go to the gym all the time. You know, they got, they got tire, they got the, the right air pressure in that front left tire. They're fucking driving in circles because they know air and not the tires. You know, it's a balanced approach. You're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to do resistance training. You're going to have to do cardio. Again, if you want a healthier lifestyle, if you want, you know, to, to play the game with, with more efficiency and effectiveness. If you don't, fine. Yeah, you it's know. also, you know, hey, if you want to live, you know, if you, I mean, I, the other day, it's so funny because lately I've been browsing, um, Facebook. And mm -hmm. what I've been seeing is, I think I sent you one of those videos, is 90-year-old women oh, yeah. doing yeah, these like yeah. amazing things. I mean, there was one lady, like she was, like uh, one that, that I saw, she was 90 and she was basically doing sit-ups and, and planks with this guy and this guy was probably what 25 and he was like all built and she was next to him and he was like oh yeah do this and she was like you know they were <laughs> planking and she yeah. was doing repeating everything yeah, she was doing so like we have this excuse where okay well I'm getting older oh well I'm this well I'm that but it's all really bullshit mm -hmm. it's it, just all yes. bullshit there I mean, is an ancient fact, but you're right. It is bullshit. Yeah, because it's all in the mind, really. Like, if in your mind you're telling yourself, well, you know, I'm getting old. I can't do this. Or I'm sick. Like, what would you tell somebody that's sick? Like, I look at my father. Okay, so my father is old. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> Love you, Pops. <laughs> Love you, baby. Um but you know, like he's what he's turning 79, he's turning 79, and he does absolutely, he does no movement whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
And so he's got trouble walking. It's just like, and I have no pity for him. And people are like, but Jasmine, he's 79, but he could get up. You know, he could move occasionally, you know, like if you don't want to move all day, that's fine. But you know, your sister is older than you and she's in perfect shape. Yeah. You know, I, I remember at a gym once. A uh, lady walks in, and she was looking for a trainer. And at that point in time, I was only training really like young athletes or people who could move very well, because that was my comfort zone. And for some reason, she looks up on the board, and they say, well, you can have either one of these trainers who you want. She picked me off the board. She was like, she liked my smile. Cool. Great. She was 78 years old. And the reason she had came to the gym is because she failed. And she was just down on the ground for an extensive amount of time before someone realized it. And it scared her. So first couple weeks and months, we was just working on things to get her from falling, how to get back up. Over the months we start working together, she had to begin to get so strong that two things happened. One, her husband came to the gym to find out who I was because uh, he was older than her. And two, my boss was asking me, are you sure she can handle that? And I'm like, you go out and tell her she can't do planks. She can't do this. And we did a cool video. I'll probably find it. It was a couple of years ago. But we were doing sit-ups. She was doing things with a Viper, 78 years old. And she picked a hip-hop song to do it to. Like, she loved hip-hop. So it was, it was just a, a totally cool experience. But she went from realizing that she had stopped moving with the old attitude in the sense that she had got old or or with the attitude that she was getting older and that was just how things work to really getting back vibrant about moving and toning up and she man she was a beast like she was she was no you could tell like she really liked working hard and she'll tell me you're taking it soft on me. Don't be no wussy. Give it to me, you know? And I'm like, yes, ma'am, you know? But, That's very uh, cool. It's, um, it is a mindset thing that you, you movement just keeps you young. Yeah. Keeps everything I, fluid, you know? Yeah. So uh, like what I want the, those of you listening to, to get and, and what I'm getting, like, cause obviously I was doing this for me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but what I'm really seeing is that it, it really has nothing to do with, you know, putting in your cardio and, and doing the sit-ups and doing all it's just move, like just do something, move, don't stay sitting. And and even if you don't go to the gym, if you put in movement on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. you know this time next year it's going to be totally different yeah that's that's what i can see so like i and yeah i go in my head and i start looking at myself in the mirror and i kind of go oh yeah well what would you do that and blah 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 and and i kind of listen to that you know commentary and i'm kind of like okay well whatever i want to move i want to and i'm not going to the gym and i'm not doing all of the you know stuff that you know, all the stuff that I hear I should be doing just, you know, and I'm noticing, oh, look, I am not moving now. So it's just the more we're aware, the more we're noticing, the more we're present to our body. I think it's like being present to the body. Yeah. That's, That's all it is. Yeah. I don't move enough for my lifestyle. If you move enough for your lifestyle, you'll be fine. But the aches, the pains, the the loss of breath when just walking up the flight of stairs and things like that means that your movement level doesn't equate to how much your lifestyle movement is. Because before we had the, the boom of fitness as we know it with Jack LaLanne in 1950, people moved for their lifestyles. Hunters gathering food, you know, they weren't going to no gym. <laughs> K-Man wasn't taking a day off. Hey, baby, I'm about to go to the gym. Now you need to get out there and chase that that lion or whatever for food or whatever, you know. Um, again, the, the gym is a way for us to artificially train the body, but there are so many natural ways we can just get the movement and the fitness that we need for our bodies to be okay. 
Yeah. Right. And it's stopping the belief that my body's got to look like somebody else's body. Yeah. That's right. the, I think that's a big, yeah, that's, that's a, a big mental thing. Image. Yeah. There's a difference in body image and body significance. Right. Yeah. Two totally different things. If you're a model, okay. You may need a body image for that profession, but if you're a corporate, you know, individual, your body's significance should be that you can carry your weight without pain period. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you very much for um, doing these with me. Oh, they were fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And to those of you listening, um, we're going to do one last episode and we're going to bring in Amy and we're going to chat like we began the season. We're going to end the season the way that we began it. And uh, for those of you who are listening and that enjoyed um, enjoyed what we were talking about, if you have any questions or if you have anything you'd like to discuss, um, send me your comments, send me emails, send me messages. I just want to know how could we serve you if there's anything that you want to talk about. And I, I can I offer a gift to your, your listeners as well? Sure. They can go out to umrobcut.com, click on free online courses, and there's a free flexibility talk that I have on there. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think I break down a couple of tools, talk about different types of stretches, and a little workshop in there. But that's free. And again, it'll just give you some information for you to become more aware about your flexibility. Fantastic. So there you go, guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to say, I'm going to end the show and I'm going to tell you, hey, move the way you want. Just move. (laughs) Bye.